This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show podcast. Pulse covering everything sport, international and local. Hope you're having a blessed Saturday wherever you're tuned in around the world. If you're in the US, London, Saudi, Egypt, the UAE and of course the rest of the world. Lending us your ear for the hour. I'm truly humbled and really appreciated. And thank you for tuning in on the Instagram live as well. Shout out to you guys and everyone who's tuning in today. Coming up on today's show, I'm so excited to welcome back our very own Leone FC. Um, Leone FC are a women's football team who grew out of Sharjah to take the UAE by storm, competing in several tournaments across the UAE and the Emirates, winning competitions, and they are here in the studio, folks. That's right, they are here in the studio, and I'm so happy to be able to get to interview them today. You know, we love highlighting international and local talent, and today they drop into the studio to enlighten us uh, with what's going on in women's football. We've got Coach Tarek, Rajvi, Samira, Nadine, and even Hadil, who's tuned in today. Uh, we're going to get to know them a little bit better, so stick around, folks, on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Oh, he loves the pilot! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Let's get ready to rumble! Salam and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Adori. I am your host covering everything sport, international and local. And boy, am I so excited to have Leonie FC in the building here with us today on the Halftime Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, Coach Tarek, Samira, Nadine, Rajvi and Hadil on the Instagram live at Omar Duri and Pulse95 Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in. Guys, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank, you. Thank you for having us. Guys, um, okay, we're no strangers to each other. Let's break the ice here. Uh, Coach Tarek, I'm going to start with you. Leone FC, is it, is it safe to say they were, they were Sharjah born or were they made in Sharjah? Um, they were both. Okay. Tell born. me more about that process. So it's it was it started off with a group of um, women that wanted to start a football team in a university in Sharjah. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't get the opportunity that they deserve, so uh, they just took matter in their own hands. No, oh, I like that. Okay, and and when you say taking matter into their own hands, how many of the girls today were part of the process in building the NFC? In the studio or overall? I want to say in the studio first. Two. Two. And that was? Nadine and Samira. Nadine and Samira. And speaking of Samira, Samira, you are, let's say, one of the personalities of the team, I'd like to say, right? Thank you. And you've been around for a while and you've seen them grow. Tell me, how has it been for you as an experience? Uh, it's been really nice. Like, uh, it was a rough patch for the team, all of the team. Um, we Like, we started off like uh, coach Tariq said like playing we developed ourselves yeah uh, coach Tariq was there all the way and uh, it really helped uh, grow like uh, make us grow like all of us so, right yeah, that's really cool and you know places. I like the fact that you said that you know because he's a patient guy yeah he <laughs> <laughs> he's a patient guy um, he's been with you guys obviously from the start and he's seen the growth but not just as footballers as people and that's leading on to our next player who's Nadine. Nadine, now, Nadine, you're someone who understands the game very well. And I actually think, and I'm just putting it out there for, you know, our listeners and the half-timers, I think you might turn out to be a very significant role in how Leone FC grows off the pitch as well as on the pitch, because I think you might coach one day. What do you think? What do you think about it? Have you ever picked yourself coaching? I mean, 
um, I've always had like confidence issues, so right. I wouldn't like um, like go for it on right. my own. But yeah, it's something that I would. But you see, you say you say that, but when I speak to you, football, and I say the language football, you speak very good football. Okay, very very good football, and a very good understanding of the game, and that's why I said what I said. Football also allows you to grow in confidence within time, right? And that's something that could lead up to so many different things. And when I do speak to you about football, we have a good chat, you and I. We call it banter in the UK, for those that don't know. We have a good chat. And normally it's about your team, who you support, which is? United. Why do you say it like that? <laughs> say it loudly. <laughs> I'm, unfortunately, it's United. Right, right. It's and a very hard time. And if, us. okay, here's one for you. If you were Man United coach right now, what would you do? So, if I was the... The manager of Manchester United, yeah. So, first thing I would do is I would request the team to get a director of football. That's okay. the main thing. Okay, and so for that, Nadine, you're going to get a round of applause. Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, tell me more about that. Now, why would you get a director of football? Because currently, like, in the current setup mm -hmm. of United, mm -hmm. uh, the CEO, who was mainly a financial analyst, has to do with finances, is overseeing the whole recruitment process. Right. And doesn't really have, like, a football mindset. And that's what we need right now. We need someone who understands football, who understands... Uh, what kind of players we need mm -hmm. who will fit in the system right so that's the main thing that we have an issue with hey listen for someone that has confidence issues you just basically solved man united's problem right there and there <laughs> and that's something that's the reason why i talk to you football and speaking about international i've got to talk to someone who is also in the studio today rajvi um you're a, a, a huge personality in the team and also someone that's traveled quite a bit as well so you've played football in, in quite a few places can you tell us where you've played football and what's the difference between the UAE and out there? Um, I've played in Tanzania, mm -hmm. uh, born and growing up in Tanzania with less um, resources. Right. And um, traveling, playing football, mm -hmm. I'd say um, I've had so many opportunities here in the UAE and yeah. elsewhere. And um, yeah, I've faced the challenges and it's made me who I am today. And you know what? I'll tell you one thing. The thing with, with this coach Tarek, and I'm sure you will agree with this, is the fact that with having all these different personalities, having all this knowledge, all these different cultures, it helps make and break Leon FC because it shapes them to be something that is far greater than just a football team. You know? Yeah, I agree 100%. 100%. You, know, but I, you, you have to find the right dynamic to fit into a team, uh, like regardless of like the nationalities. I know it, it, it might help in a way, but regardless of that, you need to look deep down in like the players and what you want to build in a team. And if that player that you're going to add on in the future, we're going to add something uh, or a value to it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and see, for the players, they see what happens on the pitch. For you, it's more than that. You see a lot what's happening. What I like about Rajvi's story is with her playing in Tanzania with less resources as well. Raj, I'm sure you can relate to this it makes you more humble as a player and as a person and appreciate what we have here in the UAE, yes, correct? absolutely. You know, this, see, this is why I love what I do, guys. I'm, I'm telling you, I highlight international local talent. We're going to find out much more about Lyon FC straight after the break. So make sure you stay tuned on the only place to be at 3, the halftime show on Pulse 95. You're listening to Pulse 95. Oh, he left the car! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! 
sure is that time. It's the halftime show with Omar Duri. I'm your host covering everything sport, international, local. If only you know what kind of conversations we have behind the scenes when you guys are in the commercials. Listening to some great music, by the way. Hey, I would know and Summer would know as well. She selected it. Um, we had we had a really good chat on coaching and also following, you know, Nadine's great comment on uh, on Manchester United and how to solve the issue. We were talking about who's responsible and how the hierarchy in football has a very funny way of blaming and pointing fingers at who is and who isn't responsible. But anyway, if you were tuned in live on Instagram Live, then you would have seen the conversation. If you're not, you can always catch up if you look at the live story within 24 hours. And guys, if you do miss a show like this, which is an incredible show, you can always catch us on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. Just type in the Halftime Show with Omar Dury and we are there. We have some incredible guests from the likes of Leone FC to John Terry, but who is he? Um, (laughs) (laughs) And also we talk about things like gut health, mental health, strength and conditioning, and also how the brain functions to help and improve performance, to name a few. But hey, listen, you'll only know if you tune into the um, podcast on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud, and we've got some wicked content there. And speaking about wicked content, Coach, how has it been for you as a coach, as a male coach in a in a female league? or fe- I don't want to say female sport because it's, it's both. It's for men and women. How has it been for you, and how has it changed your approach on coaching? Ooh, Good um, question, huh? I know it put me on the spot. <laughs> I, I need to be... Uh I need to give the political correct answer to this. Say it raw. We got women in the building. Say it raw. Say right. it raw. Um, it's been an eye opener because it's a lot more difficult um, in the sense uh, we as like guys handle it a bit different. Yeah. Because um, you need to consider so many things and so many factors. Correct. Um, I'm. I mean. It was it was tough at the start because yeah. I wasn't used to it. Yes. Uh, but it was also an eye opener because it made me pay attention to certain things that I wouldn't necessarily pay attention to. Right. And uh, right now it's uh, it's still as difficult as it is, but I still manage. But it's helped you evolve as a coach as well. It, it, it did. It yeah. did. Um, it gave me a different approach and the aspect of like how to maybe talk to certain individuals yes wink wink yes <laughs> because for you you've, you've got a, a pretty a pretty assertive approach i mean i've seen the way obviously you coach i've seen the way you you know you speak to your team you're straight to the point which in football to be honest and i said this earlier we speak football right yeah so yeah, there's do. no patronizing no condescending comment it's pretty much as it is but yeah. it's helped you evolve as a coach you know it in, in, in the women's game 100%. um and what do you guys think, and I'll throw this out there to anyone, what do you guys think of female coaches coaching in, let's say, the Premier League? How, do you think we'll ever see that? Because on the other day, I highlighted the coach, uh, Kate, Katie Sowers, who's the first female coach in NFL, right? In a men's dominant, you know, brr, monster kind of thing. But can you see a female coach coaching in the Premier League? Definitely. I'd see it. I'd see it. Yeah. Definitely. Um, this is what we're aiming for. So, um, female footballers breaking the world records, Guinness World Records, sending a message across that we're out there as well. Um, we're fighting for equality and um, we want to be heard and seen as well. Yeah. As female football players and coaches as well. Yeah, I like that. There you go, that's just for you. Thank you. You see? But what I like about that also is because, let's say the US, now my wife is from the US, so I have to kind of give them a little bit of a shout out. Mm-hmm. But the US women's football team are obviously dominant in world football, right? Their coach is actually from England. Just saying. Um, could we not see her, for example, in the Premier League? She's got her badges. She's 
She's got the experience now of winning a major tournament. Could any of you actually see her coaching in the Premier League? And, and why not? I'd be interested to see her in the Premier League. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, I'm not so sure about like starting off with a big team, but at least like with uh, mid-table teams. Okay. To okay. start off to, to see because the pressure is going to be intense. Oh, yeah. oh absolutely. Um, and you wouldn't want to like start off like with a like a major one of the major teams right so i would say like a mid-table team yeah like i'm not saying she's gonna do bad i think she's gonna do great yeah, yeah. and i also think though the public wouldn't be as harsh on her now this is another thing and you know one of my um co-presenters anna schofield who uh who's on yalla home with uh, big Hass. by the way if you don't catch yalla home five to eight weekdays amazing amazing guys um she always says coming from a female she always says no we have to earn it we shouldn't also be given the role just because we're female. And I love that about Anna Scofield because normally it's easy to jump on the bandwagon and say, yeah, 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 equality. But then if that person's not good enough, why should they be there? And I like how she stands for that. With The reason why I highlighted the US women's coach, I know she's good enough. She's been certified. She's got her, her badges. She's got the experience. So she would earn it by merit. But I also think the public wouldn't be as harsh on her because they'd want her to do well. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, yeah, they'd want her to do well. So I agree with you, coach, by saying, you know, um, that I, I probably wouldn't have her in, let's say, the top four or the top six teams. But I think she could equally do a good job with, a, let's say, I think she'd do better Eddie Howe at Bournemouth, for example. No offense, Eddie Howe, if you're watching. Um, <laughs> you know, I think she'd do better than him because he's been there for so many years because he's had the experience with them to build them up, right? Um, do you guys have any role models at all in sport or in general? And if so, who? Good question. Huh? Tough question. <laughs> who stands out like when it comes to role models? It could be. It doesn't have to just be in sport. But Lingard for Nadine. <laughs> wow, the we, we got the banter. <laughs> <laughs> we, got, we got the banter going out. Um, for me, for sure, it would be Cristiano Ronaldo. Okay. Oh my God. Tell, tell me why. <laughs> so, by the way, Nadine said Cristiano Ronaldo, and then Samir just went, "Oh my God." <laughs> I mean, coming from a Messi fan. Samira is a diehard, uh, diehard uh, Messi fan. Um, but okay, okay. So, so going to that, alluding to that, is so I can. Why is Cristiano Ronaldo for you, Nadine, a role model? I know why he is for me, but why is he for you? Uh, for me, because of all the hard work he's done to get to the point. Mm -hmm. I mean, his entire, like most of his career, he's been compared to the likes of Messi, yeah. who always had the talent, who, who was always like out of this world yeah. and Ronaldo worked his like, backside off backside <laughs> off <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to, to match him and yeah. he did it yeah he did it okay. yeah <laughs> and then and you know actually alluding to this guys if you're watching on Instagram live you're seeing Nadine sitting right next to Samira and Samira giving her comments because she's a Barcelona fan and a Messi fan um, alluding to this just to kind of back that up Messi was born with it Ronaldo's had to work for it so I can see both points of view. But if Messi stopped, like if Messi stopped, if Messi didn't train because he was born with it, he wouldn't have been here. Very, so very I, good point. So, yeah. So he's been training too. Very good he's point. Put, he's been putting in the hard work, he's been doing everything. Okay, do you think, here's another question for you guys before we go into the break. Do you think that Messi would be a good coach? Ooh. 
Man, I mean, with this the, show is with, on fire with, today, I'll tell you that I now. Would, I would say with the decisions, because technically he's the one deciding who stays and who doesn't in Barcelona. Mm. Good Does point. he really like become a good coach with his kind of attitude? Because that's not how a coach should be, right? It's a good point. Yeah. That's a very good point. I don't Samira? see him as a, no, like, I'm not a comment. <laughs> Nadine, sorry, what did you say? I don't see him as a leader, to be honest. Okay. Samira, anything? No comment. Uh, you being political? Raj, what do you no think? No comments. No, wow, we got political people in the building. <laughs> um, okay, guys, we've got so much more coming up next on the only place to be at three the halftime show on pulse 95 you're listening to pulse 95 oh he the this is the halftime show with umar adouri on pulse 95 nice strike oh better than nice uh, let's get ready to rumble salam and welcome to the halftime show with umar adouri i'm your host Covering everything sport, international and local. And it's with great delight that I, um, I twist it up a little bit now. This is the time where you get to know exactly what Leoni FC are about. Because, let's face it, we've been around for a while, folks. Ain't that right? Oh, yeah. Are you since, guys having fun today? Since the start. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a lot happening behind the scenes. And guys, if you are tuned into our Instagram live at Omar Abduri or Pulse95 Radio, thank you so much for connecting. You've had some real insight we went into Messi, Ronaldo, Ronaldo, we went into so many people and whether they'd make out good coaches. But now I want to talk about Leone FC. And now this is the first time our listeners, you know, get to know the new part of the extended part of the team, as we call it. Because before mm. we had seven other yeah. other players, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, Leone FC, the fire round is where I ask questions and you guys tell me who you think is those factors Samira's already got a grin on her face um, okay are you guys ready it's gonna be fun let's do this absolutely alright so who's the loudest in the team Samira for sure okay that was easy <laughs> this, is, this is an interesting one who's the best dancer ooh Moi. I mean there is a couple in my head Sheikha I would say I'd say Sheikha Sheikha I would say Sheikha and Samira Sheikha and Samira shout out to Sheikha who's listening um, who's got the best playlist or who if you could rely on someone to have the Red best playlist I mean myself <laughs> Nadine obviously so uh, all three of them said themselves <laughs> <laughs> I mean coach say it say it uh, no comment no, <laughs> no comment right. okay that's good um, who fidgets the most Samira <laughs> on the touchline <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. who fidgets the most in the team uh, on the touchline no no in general who, who fidgets the most Ooh. who can't uh, stay still do you guys want to answer that Go for it. Samira. <laughs> okay, see, it's good that we have her in today. Right. All right. Here's a scenario. If it's if there's 89 minutes of a cup final and you get a penalty and it's nil-nil and uh, you could trust one person with your life to score it, who would you trust that? Coach, I'll let the players go because I know mm-hmm. who you'd probably say. But who do you think? Ladies, anyone? That's a thinker for them. Right? Rada. Mm-hmm. That's a good shout. I, I like Dana. that. Dana or Rada. Okay. I'd say Maria. Oh, Raj says Maria. Okay. I definitely wouldn't say Maria. Sorry, Maria, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, who's Coach, I'm going to ask you this one. Who's the most likely to end up being a coach? Uh, I'd say Nadine. Yeah, I agree with I that would one. say uh, even Dana. And Dana's another one. Yeah, yeah. Good, a good leader. Yeah. Um, Right, let me think of this one. Who spends the most time in front of the mirror? <laughs> Getting ready for the game. <laughs> Nadine. I mean, 
Come on. <laughs> I'm just trying to think who comes with the most makeup on. Like, right. Who is it? Like, probably... I don't know. They're saying Nadine saw Nadine. All right, let's take a minute. All right, folks. I'm going to throw in a couple of questions to you guys, and I'm going to see if you guys know the answer to this. Which current player was suspended in grade seven for throwing ink at her teacher because she was mean? Ooh. I'm going to go with Dana. Dana? Anyone else? Rada. No the answer is yes. Rada is oh. the answer. Very good. Okay. <laughs> Which player wanted to work in forensics as a criminal investigator? What? I'm going to say Noor. Noor. Okay, anyone else? I right. don't know that. The answer is Dahlia. Okay, which player has such a strong sense they can smell ants? Smell ants? Yes. What? That's what? the first time. Right? I have no idea. Well, Dana, P, Dana P and her sister. Right. Oh my God. Which, all right, so which player's grandfather was a multiple world champion in squash? Multiple world champion in squash. This is getting good now. Oh, uh, Who are you? Is it Dalia? I got my research. <laughs> is it Dalia? No, it's Maria Khan. Oh. Um, Whoa, which wow. player or players hold a Guinness World Record? Raj. <laughs> <laughs> I might have given that away just because, you know, I gave her a look. Um, which player answered no to date of birth on her application form in the Center of Excellence? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I, I would give that to Rad. Dana. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, sorry, Dana. How many nationalities does Leon FC have? Last question before we wrap up. Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen. Spot yes. on, coach. Guys, uh, if you have any questions, shoot them in. Shoot them our way on Pulse ninety five Radio or at Omar Dury. We're coming straight back after the break. Peace. You're, You're listening, listening to Pulse ninety five. Pulse ninety five. Oh, he loves the fire. This is the Halftime Show with Omar al on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar al and we are having a wicked show. Yep. So, guys, Leon FC, we've been talking on, we've been talking off-air. There's a lot of stuff we've been mentioning, some controversial topics, some people itching over there in the corner, Samira. Um, <laughs> there's, there's something that in women's sport I kind of noticed. Is it getting the recognition that it deserves at the moment after a long period of time? Or is that not enough? What do you guys think? Um, I'd answer that. Maybe you, know, you can answer and back me up if I'm right or wrong. Mm-hmm. So now when you ask that question, yeah. where are you exactly asking? Are you saying internationally or like in our region? No, I would say in our region. I mean, internationally, it's getting there. It is. In our region. I agree. But unfortunately, it's not in our region. It's not getting the attention mm-hmm. and awareness that it deserves. We have talented footballers that can easily break into any of the teams in Europe or anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And they can compete. But who knows about them? Right. Who gives them attention? Mm-hmm. Who, like, till this date, it's unfortunate. We don't have enough, like, proper organized leagues or um, tournaments that are recognized for them to get the opportunity for yeah. them to play on a such level. If it's not paying attention now, when is it going to be? That's a very good point. That's a very good point. Raj, when you were playing abroad, how was the 
let's say the awareness different then to here, like when it comes to female sport. Like, I mean, for example, was it like, was it kind of similar in the sense of how the approaches with coaching and giving females the opportunity or, or has that changed now and it's, it's kind of evolving? What do you think? I would say it hasn't um, changed much, uh -huh. but we, we're getting there. Right, yeah, right. We're getting there. Um, I'd just say we just need to trust the process. Yeah. Well, I mean, trust in the process, but also with that, what I would say is um, maybe if people like yourself spoke out more, that would motivate and actually give the youth more opportunity. What do you think? Boom, I put you on the spot there. You know why I said that? I'll tell you why I said that. I said that because um, your experience is vital, right? Yeah. And there's a lot of people that kind of doubt themselves when it comes to females competing in sport if they heard what you've been through and how you've used it in a positive light yeah. wouldn't they then be more motivated to compete absolutely um, I believe that I was once told mm -hmm. that uh, put away all your problems whatever you're going through mm -hmm. when you're playing football it's just you and the football amazing Amazing, absolutely, because it's a, it's like a form of escapism, right? Yeah, it is. And uh, and no one can text you. You shouldn't have your phone on you in the nope. first place. No one can text you. No and one can email you. It's a beautiful feeling when you put that and um, try to master that. Yeah. And when you're actually playing, you understand the feeling. Yeah. It's um, it's a beautiful feeling when you're playing. You know, the love of the game. That's what I'm saying. For the love of the game. And speaking about love of the game, there ain't that many that love the game more than Samira. Samira. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just as animated when you're watching Barcelona as yes. you are when you're watching Leone FC? Yes. How many times do you shout at the TV? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> They're on counter, Leone. I think at any game I'm watching, I'm mm -hmm. just like... It's like I'm I'm playing, but yeah. I'm just sitting on the outside. Right. Like my feet are shooting and they're passing. <laughs> <laughs> my voice is loud. Yeah. Have you always Have you always loved football? Yeah. And and uh, and when did you? What age did you find that you really wanted to play football? I started foot, like playing football at three years maybe nice. in the park with my dad. So yeah. and it's been ever since. Right. Yeah. And you know the reason why I asked that is because a lot of females in football are like. We call them late bloomers. You know, they probably start late, but still do very, very well. So only one can imagine if they started early, what would that would be like? Yeah, you know what I mean? Would you, would you like tell your children that they have to play a sport or they have to draw to football? Or would you kind of take a step back and say, you know what, let them figure them out, figure out. I'd take a step back, definitely. Yeah. Like I would love for them to play football, but yeah. you just can't force them really. Yeah, what about you guys? I mean, I'll put them into different stuff, like check if they like arts, music, football, uh, not like sports in general. Yeah. But then, yeah. yeah. Like I'm not gonna direct them towards one thing, they'll have to choose for themselves. Like right. let them grow confused. <laughs> not confused, <laughs> just choose. <laughs> Nadine? I agree, but they gotta watch football at least. Like They gotta support United. See, Nadine, <laughs> I, I already have this visual, and inshallah, inshallah, God blesses you with a, with a big family. I can picture this visual of you sitting there watching United and them having no choice but to sit with you <laughs> <laughs> um, guys we are reaching full time on the halftime show um, it's been so much fun ladies and coach Tarek it's, it's been amazing having you here uh, thank you for taking the time out to be on the halftime show um, I think 
For this season, do we have any objectives? Has anyone set any goals personally or even collectively as a team? What do you guys, uh, what do you guys have planned for this season? Coach. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, we're planning to win it. To we're to planning to win it. Yeah. Not not take part, but to win the whole thing. Nice. Um, we're gonna come off strong this season. That's nice. our plan. Inshallah. Inshallah. Yeah. Ladies, any personal uh, personal goals or even objectives for the season? Ooh. I mean, we're gonna keep going and learning. Yeah. Yeah. And you've adapted to also the new personalities that have come into the team as well. Yeah. That's been that's been a, a, a big tick off the list because it's never it's not always that easy. Um, how how can the half timers follow you guys? Were well, you active on social media? Do you have a, a social media handle for Leon FC? How can they uh, connect with you guys? Yes, we do have uh, our Instagram and uh, Facebook page. Mm-hmm. It's Leon FC. It's uh, L E O N I F C. We always post about like our matches, training sessions, and some fun stuff as well. Amazing, amazing! Thank you so much, guys. Uh, and guys, that is it. We have finished. Uh, the show for today remember you can catch us every Monday Wednesday Saturday 3 to 4 uh, on Pulse 95 have an incredible day stay blessed and enjoy the weekend folks peace this is Pulse 95 tune in live every Monday Wednesday and Saturday from 3pm 